Hello and welcome to the Thriving on Purpose podcast. My name is Sebastian Richard. And I'm Elizabeth Richard. And tonight we're going to tackle a big subject, something that uh, uh, some of you might be well aware of, but some of you might not be aware of at all. We're going to talk about how to shield your children from the occult. And the reason we decided to tackle this subject is... uh, well, it's because we I've noticed, and I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm hoping you've noticed, that there is an incredible attack that has been going on for a few decades now <laughs> over the minds of our kids through propaganda. It's in their schools. It's in uh, the music they listen to. It's in the cartoons they watch, the movies, the clothes they wear. There is a tremendous attack on their psyche, and it's translating into uh, basically creating a generation that does not believe in Jesus Christ, that, that, that does not believe in the Bible, and a generation that is slowly being lulled to sleep by the evil one through propaganda. And this, see, this is something that I wanted to, to say to, tonight that... Uh, we're going to talk about some things tonight that maybe some of you are going to go like, well, I think you're exaggerating. It's not that bad. Or, oh, you seem to be seeing devils everywhere. This is completely whack. Well, you know what? I think that one of the best tools of the devil has been to operate in anonymity in such a subtle way that we barely recognize his doing and the way he's doing it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to expose that tonight. And our, our theme verse for tonight's teaching is Ephesians chapter 5, verses 11 to 13, which reads, Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them, which is exactly what we're going to do tonight. For it is shameful even to speak of those, thi- of those things which are done in them by... Uh, which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light for whatever makes manifest is light. And we know we believers, kingdom expanders are the light of the world. And we will shed that light tonight and expose the dark deeds of the devil and what he's trying to do to seduce our kids. And he's been seducing they are extremely patient, by the way. Those who have this, this agenda to corrupt our youth are very patient. It's multi-generational. See, they don't, they don't try something for a year or two like you and I and go like, well, that didn't work. Let's just forget about it. No, no, no. They do it multi-generationally. So they start, one generation does it for a couple of decades. They die out. Their children who are now operating in these same spheres of, of uh, elite and uh, occult and witchcraft and high-ranking witchcraft, then they take over. And then when these people are, are passed, uh, they pass away, then the next generation continues the agenda until completion. They have a multi-generational agenda. And unfortunately, it's not just against you and I, but it's against our, ki- our kids. And we have to be made aware of that. 
Yeah. And, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, parents that are really wise. You know, they they've watched a lot of videos, you know, through the years uh, they've they've been warned, you know, about, for example, Disney and, uh, you know, other movies, certain things that are really in your face yeah. that, you know, parents go, OK, this is like we're staying away from this. I don't want my kids watching this channel or whatnot. But there's other things that we discovered through time by understanding different occultic symbolism yes. that um, they were putting, they were using this against us because a lot of Christians are not aware and most people aren't aware of symbolism and what they mean. Uh, for example, even in your jewelry and different things like that, that they're cursing and you're entering this in your home or you're yeah. putting this on your children and, um, and and that's witchcraft. And then you're wondering, like, I don't understand why is this happening in my home? And, you know, my kids are acting like this and they're so rebellious, rebellious. So we're going to talk about different areas that um, the enemy is is really trying to af affect um, you know, Christians. And, uh, you know, we've seen it too. Like when we, uh, do like a cleaning in our home where we get rid of, not that we have like a lot of, you know, videos or anything that are not, uh, not good, but sometimes you'll get like a, a video, something that, you know, at the end bought for one of the kids and you kind of look at that and you go, ah, oh, you know what, that's too violent. I don't want my kids to watch it, but you don't throw it out right away. You kind of just leave it lying around. Um, or it could be cartoons that you just don't take the time to watch and that your kids have watched and, oh, it's and that, you know, can have magic in it and it looks cute because it's for kids. So we, you know, like skim through all these things and get rid of them. And every time we do, there's a new box that comes in from another ad that gives oh. us an, another ton of things that are like, whoa. Didn't we like, get rid of this uh, two months ago? Like, yeah. The same thing comes back to yeah. us and we're like, how like or you'll have a friend that's gonna give you something as a gift and she doesn't know and you know it's got it's a fairy and it represents magic and there's this and there's that and she may have gotten in a shop that's like old old called and she has no idea but she thinks it's pretty and she gives it to you as a gift oh, like oh, I i've had to, stuff like that happen yeah, I, I just came back from africa i bought this wonderful mask you can put it on your wall it's so decorative it's so nice and <laughs> okay. Yeah, and and true story. You know, my mother um, wanted to see Israel so badly, and it was actually one of the last uh, vacations that she did with my with my father. She went to, to see Israel, and they went to Egypt, and you know, she saw the beautiful places that she wanted to see. Um, you know that that everybody goes to see Israel in Israel. Uh, you know the path where where Jesus went and all the they they do like a touring guide and stuff. And he went with uh, they went with the David Wilkerson um, guide and everything. And uh, he was doing that at back in the day, so it was a really a wonderful vacation. But um, she went into Egypt and she got some. Uh, jewelry from there. She got some like um, like pyramids, you know, like these nice little mm. gold pyramids, and all kinds of different things that to remember Egypt, right? Yeah. Not knowing that these things, these items, were cursed, and so she um, got very very sick um, really shortly after. Like she got very very sick. She got breast cancer, and the whole thing developed to bone cancer and everything. And when she was um, uh, she was being ministered by a, a pastor that was praying over her. Um, he felt in the spirit and he told her that she had cursed items in her home. And so she had to get rid of those things. So, so that's how we years ago kind of were aware of certain things. Cause you know, when you're 
um, you know, in mainstream Christianity, maybe you've been raised Baptist or Pentecostal, like they don't talk much about these things, right? It's like, oh, well, deliverance ministry, that's a whole other thing. That's another lane. And we're just going to not the, go there. It's, it's if like, you have any issues, go see that pastor, you know? <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, there's, uh, it's like they're, they're, they're like, Taboo. well, those are the kids we don't really play with. Yeah. Like, they're, they're nice and all, but they're too they're too weird. <laughs> we don't play with these people. That, it, it's kind of the attitude we have in mainstream Christianity yeah, about and, deliverance and, and uh, um, yeah. the occult and all these things. And yet, and yet, um, you know, the more that I've learned about this topic and the more that the Lord has actually led me to, to learn about these things, um, I've realized that there's a real big, strong movement of people in the prophetic that understand that there's you know demonic but they don't want to address it and in, in, in any way because they think you know well i'm saved i'm a christian nothing's going to touch me you know everything's cool mm -hmm. let's just not give any attention to that let's not mention his name let's not talk about it and we're we're cool let's just focus on jesus and everything's going to be great as if the devil is just going to back off because you don't mention his name right and uh meanwhile you yeah. have like people that are you know, being under severe depression attacks. Some of them are suicidal. Yeah. Some of them, you know, there's like crazy things happening in their marriage and adultery and this and that. And all of these things stemmed, you know, from pornography, from all kinds of stuff that were done by witchcraft and um, and basically the, the controlling of the mind and all that. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to be aware that it's there and uh, that we have to be smart. We have to be, um, you know, informed about these things yeah my people perish for lack of knowledge and and uh tonight it's about you know informing uh, you folks about these things and we're gonna we're gonna dive deeper into it let's just uh, have a little word about parents so obviously it's how to shield your your shield your children from the occult so we're going to talk about our roles as parents but we're also going to talk about kids too mm -hmm. so the bible says in Ephesians 6, 4, fathers, provoke not your ch children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. So we have a very, uh, of course, it says fathers, but we know that mothers are called to that as well. So as parents, we have that role to play where we are to bring them up the right way. There's, We know that there's Proverbs uh, I forget which which reference in the Bible, but it says, uh, "Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's older, he will not depart from it." That is very true. So that's our role as parents to protect them, but to train them up in the the wisdom and admonition of the Lord, the nurture of the Lord, and these things are very important. And you know, we know this as parents. I mean, when you have kids, you especially like we've had three. So we know that this is very true. And we also know that what psychologists say about children uh, before the age of seven, they basically say that uh, the neural programming of the mind of a kid is very malleable before the age of seven. So whatever happens from zero to seven is very, very formative for that child. It's going to determine in, lar in large part their temperament, character, and, and how they think for the rest of their lives. So these first seven years of life are crucial. But guess who else knows this? The high-ranking witchcraft elite, uh, mega monopoly media, they also know these things. 
So they make it their business to get into your children's minds between the ages of zero to seven. There's even one of the high occultists I forget, and I, I've been looking all over, and I was mad. Remember yesterday? I was looking all over online to find that quote. It was a, a, a very high-ranking occultist or, or evil man. I forget if it was Joseph Mengele or if it was someone else, but he said, anyway, give me a Satanist. child. Yeah, a Satanist, an evil, wicked man. He said, give me a child before the age of seven. And basically he was saying, I will be able to make him believe whatever for the rest of his life. Mm. And, th and that's something they're very well aware of and, and see even more so than parents in most cases. A lot of parents, we, we're not fully aware of how important these formative years are. And we don't always take our jobs seriously as parents. So uh, I, I jotted down something here about parents that most in, in most everywhere in the civilized world, uh, we, rec we are recognized that the parents of a child are the natural guardians of the child. So, you know, when you fill out uh, uh, formal government uh, in, in information, yeah. they're going to ask parent or and or guardian. It says that on, on official forms. Well, here's what we know that a guardian is one who guards and protects. So our role as parents is to guard and to protect our children. So we, we have to assess ourselves. Am I doing a good job of that? Is that something that uh, I stepped up to the plate to do when it comes to what my child is listening to, watching, wearing, uh, being taught in school? Oftentimes they're taught things in school. And if we don't ask the right questions, we don't really know exactly what they've been taught in school. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's so much, you know, that happens um, in a Christian household. Um, and sometimes, you know, you may be saved and you're living with somebody who isn't saved. Mm. Let's say it's your husband that's not saved yet and you got saved later, you know, and, and you're, you've been married for quite a few years. And you want to, you know, listen to godly shows and he listens to things that are not so godly. And um, and there's so there's a fight in this in the spirit world, okay, for your attention if you want and your kids' attention. And I've also seen um, so there's there's different entry points, and that could be one entry point where um, if you know your spouse watches things that are very violent, um, anything that's you know has to do with you know gory things or murder or this and that um, can can bring the, those are portals that can bring in demons into your house and. We're, and and even you know like I'm a, a Christian mom. He's a Christian dad. We're busy. We're doing all <laughs> kinds of things. But one thing that we've always kind of done is that we kind of you know make the kids um, if they're going to watch TV, they're watching it from uh, upstairs so that we can see what's going on. It's yeah. always like close to my kitchen. Where I can, can hear and... what's going on. I don't let them like. I even got rid of my TV in the basement. We had a TV in the basement and it was it was too far. We couldn't monitor monitor it properly, so we just got rid of it. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to give any um, foothold to any temptation. You know, like with Netflix, and I know some of you have banned Netflix, but um, and so so have we, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we have, but you know, there's other types of. Um, streams that people listen to that the kids can just go and easily fall on a certain show that's not uh okay appropriate but even in the kids section 
I was amazed. And that's why I got rid of Netflix. It wasn't even because of that thing that everybody was talking about with the 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 cuties, the little cuties kids. movie. Yeah. Even before that, I had I was listening and I was like, why are they always talking about magic? It's like every oh, show that the kids would put on, incredible. they're always talking about magic. And you know, you look at the intro, you go, okay, it seems like okay. It seems it's like a, it's always uh, an okay kid kid show. And then when you really take the time to kind of watch where they're going with this show and you kind of pay attention while you're cooking and listen to the wording, you're like, why are they always talking about magic? Why are they talking about spells? Why is there a witch? Why is that that cute little girl that was in the show in the beginning have a witch hat? And what's and going like, on? <laughs> no. Oh, it's Halloween in the show. Yeah. Or, oh, it's just because, you know, the, she's, she's under a spell or whatnot. And, yeah. And oh, she's know, mind controlled. Why, why are her pupils gone? And we only see why. Oh, she's mind controlled. Yeah, she's mind controlled. And she's a superhero. So, you know, like it, it comes in all kinds of disguises, like even Teen Titans. I mean, there was a t some stuff like my kids liked to watch it because it was funny. And then I we were listening oh, to man, these no. things and we're like, uh, okay, no, you yeah. know, like we're not listening to that anymore. And so the kids got so trained into um, understanding by us telling them no, because this, no, because <laughs> that um, even Lego friends, which is, you know, the girls are cute on in Lego friends. Um, there was a song at one point they were singing and they, they were dancing around. It, this it looked innocent, but, but I spotted it, and, and um, like we said, we keep our television in the living room, and we have kind of an open space house, so we can kind of spot from the kitchen what's going on. So they were watching Lego Friends, and I mean Lego Friends is, is one of the most, I guess you could call, innocent shows out there. Yeah. And they were singing, like you said, just keep telling the story. Yeah, so, I, so they were doing this, like, um, what is it called, pentagram? Uh, it, basically, they were, like they were singing, and they were uh, imagine if the camera was was to go up in the air, and they were showing the kids them lying down uh, in a circle, lying down on on the in the grass, or I don't remember what, where, but they were lying down, and they formed lying down a pentagram. Yeah, and someone who's untrained in recognizes recognizing symbolism would never have batted an eye at this because it looked and sounded so innocent they were singing a frenzy song a, a friendly little song and it was cute with little hearts and then you see this pentagram on the screen and i was uh, i it caught the side like i caught it from the side of my 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 sight and i was like whoa wait 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 back up back up <laughs> and i grabbed the remote and said let's rewind that a little bit i want to see what happened there and and then I rewinded it and I was flabbergasted. I mean, my, I had to pick up my, my jaw off the floor mm -hmm. that in a, a supposedly very innocent show like Lego Friends, they would just write blatantly put out a pentagram right in your face and not just any pentagram, but they were all holding hands. And, and we know, humanly speaking, what that does when you hold hands and, and form occult symbolism. It, it kind of uh, seals the deal, if you will. So it was it was a very, very a real incantation going on in the form of a cartoon. Yeah. So it was it was very bad. And so they do that, you know, to put spells on your children and and because they know that, you know, some parents are aware of different things, so they're like, well, how can we subtly put it in this episode, you know? How can we weave it in there? It's because always about if you that. look at the show Lego Friends just to to watch it the the show the intro and you take a few minutes and watch it, you won't think that there's anything wrong with it, right? Um, and so that's what we've noticed. We've noticed that witches are, especially putting witchcraft 
and symbolism and 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 even the words if you listen to the words to the songs mm-hmm. um it's it's always in shows that are very trendy very very popular so you know most of the time like lego friends is very popular anything that's uh really mainstream that you see like they've made toys out of like it's yeah. you know all kids are like really in this fan big deal about it you know that there's a witchcraft involved absolutely somewhere. yeah and, and disney lady, disney's the worst culprit yeah and way. that's what she's talking about the um uh mr manny's is saying uh frozen exactly the frozen um yeah. series we noticed it in the in um a little bit in the first movie but it was kind of subtle the second second movie, movie was, was, so was obvious. really way out there. Even the first movie was that I I was yeah. like, no, we're not buying that. We want nothing to do with that. And we had to explain uh, to the kids, you know, because because we didn't expect that. Honestly, like we should have expected it, but you know, Disney is Disney. It was I mean, so it's... in your face that it was like, oh my gosh, like all the symbolism and the singing and the words, and it was it was really horrible. By the way, let's just talk about Disney a little bit. If you want to do some research. It's still feasible to find some YouTube videos that expose these things, yeah. but you're gonna have to like really dig because um, the censorship is crazy. Uh, but mm-hmm. there are videos. Yeah, they about, banned a lot of those. Videos. They have, yeah, the, those informative videos made by by uh, conservatives and Christians. Yeah. Uh, so, but there's a lot of videos that you can still find on YouTube that talk about the uh, all the occult found within Disney videos, Disney movies, Disney TV programs. Mm-hmm. And they show you, they, they actually take stills and show you uh, what you don't see on the screen because it happens so fast. Yeah, uh, It shows you, for example, the in, the mo- in the movie Lion King, the word sex written in, in, the, in the heavens, in the sky. It shows you uh, all, kind of fa- all kinds of phallic symbols uh, on, on posters, in, in, in stills. Um, uh, and I hope that, that if you have kids, by the way, uh, I forgot to tell you this at the beginning of the show, if you have children listening to this, you might want to get them out of the room, uh, change their minds, get, get, get them to, you know, get them to be with maybe some, the, the other person. Anyway, you don't want kids to hear what we have to say tonight. Uh, so just a heads up, but there's other scenes where, I mean, and I, I saw in a, was it in Little Mermaid? Anyway, they, they, they showed basically characters having erections. Uh, so I saw Donald Duck, I saw, and it, it, these are stills taken because it happens very quickly. So they just put, uh, let's say the cartoon has, let's say the scene has uh, seven slides in a row. They're just going to put it in one of those slides. Mm-hmm. So it just like pops out. So it's a subliminal way to, to slide it in there. You know, they use slides, so slide it in there so that the, the, the subliminal message gets through, but it's not obvious enough for people to go like, wait a minute, what did I just see? So it's really, really fast and really, really subtle. And it's really, really, when you when you see those stills, you're shocked. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're shocked. Uh, yeah. There were so many things. So if you want to research that, occult Disney movies. Yeah, and, or, and, there's or, the, and there's the obvious too. You know, the mom's always dead in the movie. She the, always gets killed. There's always one parent that's killed. There, there, there's a patricide and matricide mm-hmm. in Disney movies all the time. And there's a reason for that because it induces trauma in the minds of a child. Because a very young child, four years old, is very impressionable. So when they see their favorite character, for example, a very strong motherly character in Disney or a very strong fatherly character gets off at the beginning of the movie or even further further down, 
it, it causes a, 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 a slight trauma in the, in the mind of the child. It's very slight, but it's enough to, to use against them and mm -hmm. in the in what's going to come next in the movie. So it, it kind of opens them up to whatever uh, occult spell they're trying to put out there. It's really, really, it, it goes yeah. deep. The rabbit hole goes deep. And of course, we're not going to cover everything in this one video tonight, but they have different tactics and ways to do these things and reasons why they do them. And I'm going to talk about those reasons now. So uh, I, I jotted down something here that it, we've, uh, you know, there's been growing awareness uh, lately in the last year or two, about maybe five, let's say four or five years of uh, child trafficking. I mean, it's been trending. A lot more people have been made aware of it. Yeah. But you see, here's the thing. The child trafficking is very real and it's tragic. It's super tragic. But this the awareness that we have of it, it's, it's kind of because we're late to the prawn. So here's what's been happening, and I, and I jotted that down. Luciferian child trafficking trafficking doesn't begin once the child is abducted. It begins through generational conditioning. It begins with getting parents to let their guards down. It began with decades of occult propaganda, witchcraft, and curses being allowed into the homes of unsuspecting folks. And I have an anecdote to back up what I just uh, to back up what I just said. There's a man, and I forgot the title of that video, and I'm kind of mad at, at about at myself because I, as I get older, my mind gets more slippery, and I forget stuff, which I would, which, anyway, he made a, a really good video. Uh, he was a Christian, and he made a video exposing communism in America. And the video really got a lot of traction, so much so that that man was called to give lectures, to show, to give showings of the video, and to give lectures about the video uh, all across the country when the video came out a couple of years back. So what he did is he went on that tour giving lectures, and he went in a school one day. I don't, I forget where he was. He was in America, so he gave the lecture, and at the end, as you know, as things go, when you give a lecture, people come and chit chat with you and they, 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 they uh, introduce themselves and all that. So there's a teacher from that school who comes to see him and he shakes his hand, says, uh, thanks for delivering that lecture. It was very, very enlightening, very interesting, very well presented. I like the homework you did on the, the video, blah, 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 blah. And then he looks at him straight in the eyes. He says, but you will lose. And now that the man who gave the lecture and created the video is like, huh? And the man looks at him and says, because we have your children. Turns around, leaves. And the man who, who made that video said how much of a chill went down his spine when he realized yeah. what had just happened, that he was actually talking to a teacher from that school who, without saying it, kind of said, I'm not only a communist, but I'm a Satanist. And this agenda is our agenda and you're going to lose because we're in your schools now teaching your own kids. Exactly. That's basically what happened. And, and he was saying that and you could see how shocked he was. Mm -hmm. And the man, his friend uh, who was with him was just as shocked because they're, you know, they're Christians. They're, they're, they're doing their duty, going from school to school, to place to place, giving their lecture about what they found about how communism is being implemented all throughout the country. And then they have this encounter 
it's a chilling experience. It's scary as heck. Mm -hmm. And I would have been just as horrified if I'd had that experience, but it's, that's, that's how they get the kids. And that's been going on since the fifties. Yeah. That's been going on since the fifties. Mm -hmm. So they've had 70 years, folks, 70 years to get in the minds of our kids. Now, if you think they're not good at it by now, you are deceiving yourself. You are deceiving yourself. So we're going to look at the enemy's tactics. We're going to dive them. Anything you want to add to that, Liz? Yeah. And, um, you know, I was, um, <clears throat> sorry, I was homeschooled a, a part of uh, quite a few years and I did some high school. And, uh, but, but I would say like from zero to fifth grade, I was homeschooled and that made a huge difference. You know, when I got into, let's say the real world and, and saw how schooling was done elsewhere and how people thought I'm um, in high school and all that, I really saw a huge difference uh, prior to going to Christian school and with my children as well. Like they were in the public school system. Um, you know, we wanted them to learn French. So we, we, uh, we are French too, but we wanted them to keep their French when we came here to Prince Edward Island. So we put them in French school, but we noticed, you know, there's a lot of uh, indoctrination. There's a lot of occult in um, in, in lower grades, like it's just part of their and liberal agenda. It's just part, yeah, liberal, liberal socialistic, agenda, socialistic, um, occultic, yeah. you name it. It's it's there. The propaganda is there. Yeah, it's and it's been there for many years. So it's no surprise that today a lot of the you know kids that grew up um, don't even see it coming. You know, there are, some of them are Christians and they just don't see anything wrong with a lot of things that are taught. Um, because, you know, that they've been indoctrinating it's to part thinking of the that this is normal. And, you know, if you think the opposite, then you're just a, a bad Christian because you don't um, you you're not for freedom and you're not for uh, loving people the way they are. And, uh, you know, loving all genders and whatnot and and however they may come and what shape and form and how, whatever decision decide, decide to make. And all that is is all programmed in, in your mind, you know. But it was really um, very obvious when my when my kids um, did the program, like from the, the kindergarten and first grade. And and at first I was like, OK, you know, why are they talking about Halloween so much? And I mm -hmm. started asking questions and they're like, well, it's part of the program. And I'm like, does it have to be part of the program for like three months? Seriously? Yeah, it's like, like pretty ridiculous. Like, well, maybe not three months, but well, a, a good, a good months, 30 right? days. Like they start school in September. Until the end of October, a whole two months about Halloween drawing um what do you call them? Witches and skeletons, Witches and, and, skeletons and all kinds of stuff. And then we're talking about zombies, and then we're watching movies that are funny with zombies, and you know, it goes on and on and on. So when you really pay attention, I mean you're you're basically trying to undo this, you know, by saying, Well, kids, we shouldn't believe in that. You know, like it's not right to believe in that. God doesn't like that. And, you know, this and that. And you're trying to undo it. But they're like, well, mom, why are they why are they making me watch this movie? I even told them I didn't want to watch it. So I had to, like, basically tell the teacher, you know, that we don't believe in that. We we, the, that the, we, uh, we'd rather you that. guys talk about, uh, you know, apples and apple picking and whatever, Thanksgiving. And we tried to make it about other things, right? And the teachers were really like uncomfortable with that. Like, I was like, seriously, I'm asking you to teach my kid about, you know, fruits that grow in the fall instead of drawing, you know, uh, you know, phantoms and stuff. 
And she's like, okay, that's kind of strange. Really? Yeah. Like, seriously? Yeah, I we're, even we're I weird. even told one of the teachers, like, I'll supply the drawings. Seriously. I'll yeah. supply. <laughs> I will copy the drawing because I knew the assignment that they had to do. And instead of saying how their Halloween night went, it was like, well, how was your, um, you know, your Thanksgiving dinner? You know, how was your Thanksgiving with your family? It was that. Like, I had to always change everything, you know? So, you, so you're really talking annoying. about zombies <laughs> and skeletons and cadavers, but we're the weird ones because we just want to talk about apple picking and, and maybe a Thanksgiving for our kids. Yeah, exactly. Right, seriously. So anyway, so I ended up homeschooling this year, and I have to say um, I never thought that I would do this because – um, I really, oh, tr oh, trust me, she never, she I really, really never thought about, I doing really this. didn't feel like I had a gifting for <laughs> teaching and that kind of thing. But I, I, um, I got a good Christian program that was pretty easy to follow and had, you know, really good, uh, workbooks and all that. And I did the program and, and just to have the kids ask you questions constantly about God and the things that they're learning. Yeah. Um, it's such a breath of fresh air, like their, their minds are really changed. So when he's talking yeah. about that anecdote. Um, it's really true because, you know, your kids are really trying to figure out life. They're trying to figure out, um, you know, the, the more that more people around them that think a certain way, they think that's the truth. Right. And so when you're saying, no, 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 that's not the truth. The truth is this. They kind of don't believe you in a way because they're seeing their favorite teachers saying that it, this is, you know, like we're from apes or whatever, and they're going to start believing because they're going to ask them questions and they're going to get the answers from them. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, and they, and they trust. I mean, yeah. they're adults. They're, they're respected by our children. And, and you know, it, to, to be fair, you know, I, I gave the anecdote earlier about that Satanist teacher in that school, but that that's not the majority. Most teachers I know, well, you know, most I know, uh, they're victims themselves of the propaganda from previous generations. Like they grew up they with it themselves. Normal, so yeah. they just regurgitate what they've been taught. Mm -hmm. But there are those who infiltrate the actual school and actual system who have an agenda and it is to corrupt your kids and to basically cast spells on your children. So, so that's, just to be fair, I mean, it, it might be especially just 5%, but yeah, it's still there. Especially at the, the CJEP and university level, it's really dangerous for that because they really want uh, people to think in a socialistic manner. And we can see what that does today. Well, there's, in the, there's Canada, the Renner it's, gag. It's trying, you know, there's a lot of places in the world that, that have embraced communism. They won't say it, but they have because they socialistic thinking well they've embraced socialism for sure which is the polite communism basically <laughs> it's, the, it's the communism of the people mm -hmm. so it's the same thing basically just in different uh, uh disguises but so 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 you've got uh, the, the the running gag in, like all over north america uh, that if you're a Christian and you go to university you won't be a Christian when you get out and i've even seen some some young christians uh posting uh, pictures after graduation. There was one who had a, it was funny because she had her graduation hat and the picture was taken from the tops. So you know how the graduation hats are like square and flat. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it said, I survived three years of, uh, no, I, I've been through three years of university and I'm still a Christian. <laughs> and I thought that was like, yeah, kudos to you, way to go. Because basically they do everything in their power if you're going to go to, to higher education you. to indoctrinate you to to basically leave those quote unquote superstitions 
uh, as you get out of university. So the French poet Baudelaire said, the devil's finest trick is to persuade you that he does not exist. And how true it is, the word occult itself means hidden. So whenever you say occult, protect, shielding your kids from the occult, you're basically saying, how do I shield my kids from what is hidden? Because it is so well hidden that most people do not discern it. And it's just like Jesus said, a little leaven leavens the whole lump, the whole loaf. And that is exactly what they're doing with cartoons. That is exactly what they're doing with the music on radio. That is exactly what they're doing with the clothing lines, with what's popular, with the TV shows. You mm. name it, what, what is taught in school. It's a little leaven. It's good. It's, let's, let's be honest. It's a little more than it used to be. <laughs> it's not as, you know, back in the 50s, they started with a little leaven, just a little bit. Then in the 60s, they said, oh, maybe we can add a little bit more. And then in the 70s more, and 80s more, and 90s more. Today, it's okay. It's a lot of 11, I got to say. It's pretty much uh, out in your face if you're anywhere uh, looking. But it is still somewhat hidden. So, And they often hide it in plain sight through symbolism. So that's the first thing that as Christians we have to be aware of. You know, what does the triangle mean, the, the, the pyramid cap? What does that mean? What is the, the, the eye, the all-seeing eye? What does that mean? Yeah, that uh, we see everywhere now. We're more familiar, we obviously, with, with the 666, right? They hide 666 in certain things and certain cartoons. Even the, the, the brand, Walt Disney, the way it's written, there's three sixes in there. Google it. Look it up. Well, maybe you won't find it on Google because it's probably censored now. Yeah, but you, have, you also have artists that are opposing on magazines that are showing you the eye they, they do this. this they do this yeah uh, sometimes it's subtle they're gonna hold like a magazine they go like this but uh they keep an eye open but the point is they they show the all-seeing eye all kinds of ways and they're basically telling you i'm part of the gang yeah what's the gang well it's the gang that's indoctrinating societies the gang that Uh, thinks they are illuminated, therefore, in the Illuminati. Oh, I'm enlightened. I have more light than you do. I'm part of this special group, this special gang that has special privileges and that owns most of the known world. I'm part of that gang that Satan said to G when Satan said to Jesus, if you bow down and worship me, I will give you all these kingdoms. Well, they, they're part of that gang, that, the gang who actually did worship him and who have the access to those kingdoms. Okay. That's who they're part of, and they are telling us more and more in plain sight, although it is still somewhat hidden, especially for the untrained eye, for the untrained people who do not know about these things. So I talked about infiltration through education. We've been pretty thorough about that. Now let's talk about desensitization to magic and witchcraft. Of course, the way to desensitize our children is to show uh, in all kinds of forms the benefits of magic. You'll notice in most cartoons, they're going to show magic and witchcraft as a good thing, yeah. right? They're she's going to use, witch. she's a good witch. She's going against the evil witch and mm -hmm. she's using her magic to stop the evil. So it's a good yeah. thing. So they're going to show that to your kids so that your kids become desensitized to witchcraft. Or yeah, or they, they think it, it's, they start thinking it's a good thing. Magic is a good thing. It's it can good, be good. It can be used for good or it can be used for evil. 
that and hence the the term that we talk about uh, later in life, we hear about white magic. Oh, it's not dangerous. It's white magic. It's white magic. It's Wicca. It, 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 there's it's, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And yet, when you hear of the testimonials of uh, Christians who used to be in witchcraft, they will all tell you that New Age or Wicca, that's the entry point. That's mm -hmm. the light stuff that gets you into the darker stuff and the more dangerous stuff and the stuff that, that gets you in, trouble, in big trouble. Yeah. So when they get out of that, when they get delivered from that, they will all tell you, stay away from that, quote unquote, magic light. Mm -hmm. It's not light. Okay. Uh, we talked about Disney, the Cartoon mm -hmm. Network. We talked about all the things that our kids uh, see every day. Uh, and they put these these occult symbols all the time. All the time. It's it's uh, they, they insert it in the cartoons everywhere. Uh, if you take the time to look, sometimes it's very, very subtle. But it, it oftentimes it, it is there. So if you want, by the way, if you want to learn to recognize occult symbols, I have a huge book here. It's like well, 600 pages or so. Five, 550, 550 pages. It's called Masonic and Occult Symbols Illustrated, which includes 728 illustrations. And it is written by Dr. Kathy Burns. So what she does is she goes through uh, most Masonic uh, and occult symbols and gives the definition what they mean in, in, the, in those secret societies, what they mean in witchcraft, what they mean in occult circles, uh, so that you know what uh, these symbols mean when they appear uh, on your TV screen and your movies or whatever, uh, so that you can identify them, recognize them, and uh, deal accordingly. So it's a very good book written by a Christian. Uh, it's fully illustrated. There's tons of symbol in there, uh, tons of definitions. Highly recommended. Good book. Good stuff in there. Yeah, and uh, movies. You want to mention? I wanted to uh, mention superhero movies. There's superhero movies. My goodness, it it's. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. And I'm a fan of superheroes. I mean, I wrote a book called Lead Like a Superhero. But there's more and more. I mean, it, if you're trained, if you if you are good at recognizing symbolism, superhero movies, it's smack dab. It, first of all, it's in your face. I remember the movie The Avengers. They had the Tesseract, which was a cube. A cube is a Masonic symbol. Uh, they, they also had that when Loki appeared, Loki had his big uh, hat with the horns. He basically looked like a, like a devil. He appeared and there was at some point uh, in the, the first Avengers movie, there's a, I think he was going to sacrifice a woman who was on a table. He was going to stab her. It was, it was basically a visual rendition of a, of a satanic ritualistic sacrifice. So there's a lot of stuff like that going on in our movies. There's just absolutely uh mind-blowing that and you don't expect but they've they've so we're um, far from christopher reeves superman let's yeah, just put it that way from exactly. the 1970s it's like you know? the more that they give people the more people want and the more they even want. even now like if you look at um you know different um like we have the app amazon prime right um, we got rid of Netflix and we try to find certain movies. Like we noticed that there's more faith-based movies on Amazon prime, or we can select documentaries, different things like that. But I was like, look at what's trending look uh, at what people are watching. That it's all demonic. Stuff. It's all demonic. I'm like, they can't, they can't even make decent movies anymore. Uh, Hollywood is just making crap. I'm sorry. Like most of the movies, um, 
you know, I know there's a lot of Christian productions now that are trying to make a step up with that and, yeah. and take out good content. But I mean, you know, whatever is mainstream and, and people are watching these TV series is so demonic. It's not even funny. Like, so when people go to see movies, they expect that they want, you know, these things that make them think that, you know, it's like, like it's, it's thrilling. It's exciting. It's exciting. And, it's and if exciting. you ask them, well, you know, do you know that this is actually real? Like there are, you know, real Satanists that do these things or whatever. Like people are like, no, no, it's just, that's fake. Yeah. You what know? have you been smoking? Dude, yeah, you like, see, you see the oh, devil everywhere. It's just a movie. It's just a movie. Yeah. Relax. It's just a movie. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it might be just a movie and it's, it's not. And here's the thing. What I, the point I want to make this, it, it, it's not going to make your child into a Satanist. Mm-hmm. But it's going to make your child, if he's not shielded, to go along with the program. Now, that's yeah. that's the subtlety that I want to mention here. See, I'm not I'm not giving this warning tonight to tell you, oh, if your child sees uh, uh, the magic tricks and care bears or, or the Disney phallic symbols, he's going to become a Satanist. The odds of that are very slim. But. What their goal is, is not to make him into a Satanist, it's to make him into a compliant goer-alonger of the agenda, whatever the agenda will be. I mean, we, we've we seen in the last year what the agenda is, and, and it's not it's not Christ-friendly. Let's just put it that way, right? Yeah, and, you know, even worse than that, if you're, like, for example, if um, I knew somebody that her son was loved Harry Potter, like, she was a believer and she didn't see anything wrong. She's like, oh, you know, that's all fake, that stuff anyway. She didn't really believe that it was magic in a, in a sense that, that, it, that it was that uh, it could harmful, affect him. that it was harmful magic. Yeah, because she's like, well, you know, we believe in God, so that that won't affect him in any way. Like some people are just um, not aware of any of this, like they're not aware of the dangers. And um, then you have all kinds of, you know, side effects of this where, uh, the child is developing all kinds of weird disorders, you know, and oftentimes these things are demonically induced. So the person doesn't see it as being wrong. So they let them watch it and they open, they're they obsessed with it. And yeah. next thing you know, they have all kinds of other problems. Uh, some of them have demonic dreams. Some of them are oppressed, suicidal. Uh, we're talking about teenagers here. Um, even young children and some of them, you know, they have nightmares, they have nightmares. Some of them don't know about their Night gender terrors. anymore. And they, they have like all these issues all of a sudden that show up like that. They, you know, you see like a transformation and you go like, what's going on? And oftentimes the parent will not link. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, this is happening because I opened the door yeah. to some bad uh, influences it, through Disney movies or whatever, Harry Potter stuff. Mm. Parents don't make that connection. They just think, well, my, my kid need, needs psychiatric help or pills or some yeah. kind of help. Like I was really careful with what my, my son would watch and play. And um, he started playing this game called survive.io. Um, and, you know, he, you know, the way they described it was like th there's like these little potatoes that basically shoot at each other. And there's a little bit of blood, but who cares, right? It's a potato. So I'm like... Okay, that's kind of weird, but you know, boys will be boys. So I didn't make a big deal of it since it wasn't like a human getting shot. It was like just these little round little, balls, little right? Dots. So I didn't think it was a bad thing, but, um, he, and everybody in his class was playing, right? So he was like, well, I, I want to play. I want to be, you know, online with them and we're all together. And it's like this big, you know, friendship thing. And, 
So I kind of let it slide and go, okay, well, we'll, you know, that's the only thing you're playing. It's not the end of the world. But then I started noticing his attitude was changing, was becoming very rebellious towards mm -hmm. me, um, very angry. Um, there was a lot of things I was like, whoa, like he normally doesn't talk back to me in that way, you know, yeah. um, very obsessive, always um, drawing stuff with guns all of a sudden, you know, like drawings that were like, why are you drawing that? Like, you know, different things like that, that I started noticing that were kind of weird. And whenever he would take a break and I would say, look, you know, you're, you're just too focused on this. Like you're always talking about this all the time. Let's take a break. And then he'd get really, really angry get really mad, and yeah. Uh, yeah. And have fits and stuff. It was like almost like a detox that gone bad kind of thing. And, um, and then when, when we give him a long break, um, you know, he would kind of come back to himself. He would, you know, become more normal if you want. And I obviously had to pray off the witchcraft or whatever it was. At first, I didn't know it was witchcraft. At first, I was like, okay, there's something demonic. I don't know what it is. I'm just going to pray it off and mm -hmm. and tell him not to play anymore, right? And then, um, and then I found out because um, one of our computers was open, um, in my husband's office one night, he forgot to lock he, the door. He would get up during the and night. And he got to up play. during the night and he played. And then and then again I started noticing things and I was like, what's going on? And I actually found out through a lady that has a, a very uh, strong prophetic gift. She was uh, praying for my son. I had asked her to pray for him and she said, There's witchcraft in the gaming that he's he's looking at. And I was like, Well, I thought that was done with. Like, and I, I said, I didn't ever think that that kind of game would it, have witchcraft on it. It didn't look and, like it at and all. So, and the Holy Spirit started speaking to me and, and I realized that it was not because like, it's not because it's um, the nature of that, that game necessarily. There is, you know, obviously there is some violence because there's guns and stuff, but it was really, um, it was really because it was such a popular game and all the kids were playing with it. Um, in the schools and stuff, it became such a trend that there was witchcraft on it because uh, witches basically cursed it mm. to make sure that all kids that were playing with wow. it, because they knew their reach was going to be way bigger, they were able to curse a, a lot of Christian kids that way, mm -hmm. right? So um, so it's just for you guys to be aware, you know, sometimes you have it's no clue. Subtle. And And I questioned my son, and then he told me, he admitted that, like I, t I kind of told him, you know, that the Lord spoke to me and, and I was wondering if he was playing when I was looking and stuff like that. And he, he confessed to it. And that that's how I knew like that he played during the night or whatnot. So we explained, we had to explain to our children, you know, these, these things are real and it could do this and it could do that. And, um, you know, he had bad nightmares too and things like that. So he didn't want to, that anymore either but you know sometimes you have to be the bad parent and you have to yeah. even if your kid doesn't want to let go of certain things when you know that you know it's something he liked but that is you know detrimental to their spiritual growth you have to cut it yeah and, and let's just get back a little quickly to harry potter i mean it, it's that trend has caused so much damage to so many kids and I, I know I've heard from deliverance ministers talking about how parents brought their kids to them to be delivered because they, they had uh, yeah. con con contracted uh, either curses or demons through the Harry Potter movies or books. Yeah, because they're doing incantations on your children that are watching. And, and you know, it's it's just 
because the, the the main thing with Harry Potter is it's they weaved it in such a way that it looks innocent enough, especially the earlier uh, books, the earlier movies. Later on, it gets a little bit more uh, mm-hmm. straight up, uh, darker. But it looks innocent enough that you're like, well, I guess it's not harmful magic. So some Christians uh, let it let it slide, or they they sit at their kids. It's fine. You can read it or whatever. But man, stay away from that stuff because the the how it works. If okay, I'm gonna ta- I'm gonna give some great references at the end. We're gonna get through this uh, broadcast, and at the end, I'm gonna give you some great references. But John Todd, back in the 1980s, did a series of lectures. He was an ex Illuminati turned Christian, and he gave a series of lectures, and he basically uh, gave their secrets how this all works, how the hive mentality works in the occult, how they basically work as one to achieve goals and uh, how they uh, put forth music CDs. He used to work for Sony, imagine that. So he was a high ranking witch who had been given a high position at Sony Music. And he was in charge of getting records when they were being recorded of uh, doing incantations over the music so that when they would be packaged to go into the stores, that these items would be cursed. And then people would buy the, the, the CDs, bring them in their homes and bring a curse upon them. That's how, like he, he gives all these secrets and he says, this is not necessarily done by, by those uh, at the bottom, the, the employees at Sony. This is done by the higher rankings, uh, the, the, the CEOs at the top, the people, the high ranking people who are given these positions of uh, wealth and power. And those artists who also uh, are, are oftentimes practicing witchcraft because they wanted the wealth and the fame associated with becoming superstars in the music industry. Yeah. So all that put together, they do seances together. They do all kinds of stuff that people would never guess because it's like you wouldn't think that the regular uh, music uh, folks that you watch would actually do that. You know, it's not we're not talking Marilyn Manson here. We're talking more like lower rung stuff that that's pop music, what we mm-hmm. call pop music. So you wouldn't uh, bill it as that necessarily. But that is how things are done. So if you want to listen to something that's going to really open your your eyes, well, it's more like your ears because it was audio. But go on YouTube and research the Todd tapes if it's still there. If it's still there, it was a it was a hour long. Uh, every conference he gave was an hour long. So it was, I think it was there were six or seven of them. So uh, you want to get an earful, go and listen yeah, to that. Unfortunately, there's a lot of stuff that isn't on YouTube anymore that but I had think, access to. I think the Todd ago. tapes are still there if you're lucky. <laughs> I think they're buried in there somewhere. Uh, voodoo dolls. Let's, let's talk about the voodoo dolls. <laughs> Imagine that. I mean, back in the 80s, when I grew up in the 80s, I knew a voodoo doll was evil. I mean, you didn't have to tell me. I knew voodoo dolls were evil because, I, well, again, I saw it in the movies and I knew that voodoo dolls were evil. We go to a pit stop. We're, we're on the road. We're driving to uh, towards New Brunswick. And we, we stop at a pit stop that has a, a garage and a, a convenience store. We get down there to go relieve ourselves because everybody needed to go pee. And uh, we're in the store. We go, oh, let's buy some chips, whatever, for, for the road. 
And there's this stand with all kinds of toys and candy. And the kids are in front of this stand. The stand literally read on top, it said voodoo dolls. It didn't even hide it, didn't say uh, uh, fun puppets. It said voodoo dolls. <laughs> and very the puppets looked like voodoo dolls. They didn't look like anything else. They looked like ready to pin me <laughs> voodoo dolls. And the kids are like, oh, what's that? And Jason uh, grabbed, grabbed the doll and he's looking at it as like, and I just couldn't believe it. I said, okay, put that back, put that back. So we get out of the store and we're like, okay, kids, uh, these are bad. You don't want to <laughs> ever touch that again. We're going to pray right now <laughs> that, that whatever, if there's anything that it tried to attach itself to you, we're going to cut that off at the root right now in Jesus' name. So we prayed for Jason to make sure that our whole family were, that, that weren't bringing anything outside uh, with us that, that we didn't want. Anyway, I couldn't believe it. So obviously, if if they, they do, it's like a Ouija board, right? It's like it's so obvious. Obviously, if you're going to buy that to your child, say, here's your little voodoo doll. Have fun. Oh, fair, I almost forgot. Here's the pin. Go have fun, kid. I mean, seriously, it's it's that blatant now. It's completely obvious. So the voodoo dolls, like we were in shock when we saw yeah. that. I remember I couldn't believe it. Uh, Liz, please talk to the people about the 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 the, the the t-shirts, the pajamas, and the underwear, especially the girl stuff. Yeah, so, well, boy stuff as well. Um, the boy stuff is more in your face. It's more like promoting gamers, right? Um, everything is about gaming now. Not that it's a necessarily a bad thing, but um, it's like they're trying to form this identity yeah. for children to believe that, you know, life is about gaming. That's all that's important. Uh, let's be gamers. If we're gamers, we're, uh, you know, we're we've cool. made it in life. We're awesome. And uh, let's let's strive to be pro gamers. That's like the ultimate thing we want to strive for in life, right? So by wearing these things all the time, you're kind of like um, forging this mentality that the, the child thinks that that is the ultimate identity is to be a pro gamer. They go on YouTube regularly. They see, you know, um, gamers uh, talking about their favorite videos and giving tricks and whatnot. And they go like, oh, wow, he's got 2 million views. Uh, he's awesome. He's made it in life. Look at him. He's super rich. That's what I want to be when I grow up. Yeah. So that kind of is where it's going with the male clothing um, and, and the trends I've noticed on YouTube and stuff. But um, so it's been harder to find some, you know, more like simple clothing, but there still is a lot of stuff for, for boys that just has like simple prints and stuff. So it's not, it's not so bad um, for girls. It's mostly uh, like I'll just grab the symbolism book just to give you an idea here. Um, for those of you that can't see, cause you're on the podcast. So that peace symbol, um, which is a, which is an upside down cross with the broken sides. So the peace symbol, yeah, well, I'll show it the other way because you know you. I'm showing you the way. Yeah, it looks like a well, cross. It looks like a cross, but they broke the two arms of the cross, so it's a very satanic symbol. I know that that they say it means peace, but it doesn't mean peace. It means taking the cross of Christ, putting it upside down like the satanic symbol, and breaking breaking the two sides down. That's what it means. Yeah, so there's that, and uh, that's very very popular. And there's also the um, the star there. The, uh, what the do you pentagram. Call it? The pentagram. The pentagram, but it's obviously it's not uh, like this one here has the the goat's head in it. I think. Yeah. Obviously, that's the Baphomet. But the same shape. 
the same shade that I um that has one two three four five yeah it has like five tips yeah the pentagram is a star that has five points now uh there's there's a way to draw it that it really looks more like a quote-unquote star that you would see in the sky or heaven but the the way that we've seen it on children's clothing is very subtle because they they won't Put just that they're going to put let's say it uh, uh, roses yeah uh, so that's what i want to explain so so when you really take the time to look at these different symbolisms and what they mean um in this book for example or you can even just look up on google uh, masonic masonic and occult symbols you're going to see a lot of stuff on google and and if you click on google images that are going to give you an idea yeah and for example if you go to children's place i would say is the worst store for this um and uh even walmart um anything that's very very trendy yeah um unfortunately like they'll put a a, a nice design to catch your attention and go oh you know that's cute for girls it's sparkly and whatever but if you look at the print um in the small print sometimes it's the stars are really tiny or they're just here and there so you don't notice it as much yeah um the unicorns as well if you read up uh, oh, about man. what unicorns uh mean the, the, i'll tell the you i'll tell symbolism. you a part of what i know about unicorns I, first of all it's been trending like crazy there's unicorns all over the place now for for uh, young girls to wear yeah and here's what it means first of all the unicorn is a, a fantastic animal uh, and the horn on its head is a magical symbol number one and number two it's a phallic symbol mm -hmm. and number three oftentimes and you're going to see that in cartoons or whatever it's a girl that rides the unicorn yeah it's always a girl and the, she finds the the animal they, they become friends and she rides the animal off into the sunset and it reminds us of revelation where it says a woman rides the beast a woman rides the beast when it talks about the, the uh, mystery Babylon, the great prostitute. So there's all these innuendos and, and uh, subtleties that most people don't see. Uh, so the unicorn is huge. I mean, it's been, they've been plastering yeah. it all over the like place. Like I really have a hard time even finding clothes for the girls that don't have unicorns. Cause every it's time I bad. see something um, that's girly or whatever, it has a unicorn. And even like in, in the prints, oftentimes they're going to put them in small prints. So you really have to look like if you're looking at an item, for example, a pajama on Amazon, you have to click on the image and blow it up because you're going to see in small there's always something that um, either is a peace symbol, uh, either is the unicorn. Like it's really hard to get away from the unicorn for girls. Yeah. And um, the other thing is I was like shocked when I was looking for underwear for my daughter. They didn't have the, the right size that I needed at Walmart. So I said, oh, I'm just going to go on Amazon, check like Fruit of the Loom kind of thing. Right. And so I'm looking at the different prints and different underwear and I'm like, okay, I just want to get like a simple pair of underwear. And then I see the uh, other models, right? And I'm like, oh, that's cute. It's got hearts, right? So you click and oftentimes on Amazon, they'll tell you the categories like flowers, hearts, whatever. So I click on it because I'm used to looking at prints now, like my eye is trained for that. And I'm looking, I'm kind of blowing it up. And I was shocked because one of the, like everything was okay with the package except for one print that they put in, one underwear that they put in the package had, uh, you know, those smiley symbols, those little uh, emojis, but it had a kiss emoji and the other uh, on the same print right next to it had uh, an emoji with the mouth shut. 
The zippered mouth. The zippered mouth. So if that doesn't scream pedophile to you, I don't know what does. Um, it's really disgusting. So, so the, the one one is was kissing and the other one had a mouth shut. On the same print. On the same print. On now the think same about this. The, the, it's very subtle. A lot of parents wouldn't even think twice about that. But it's a code. How can I put this? They're having fun with branding your kids. Okay. This is what they're trying to do here. They want to put their marks on your children. And it's your job as a parent, as someone who stands in the gap, as someone who's protect, as someone who is a guardian, to stand firm and block these things from reaching your kids because they are using everything that is at their disposal to reach their little minds. And they have been very successful in the last 70 years. Yeah, and not only that, but there's witches. Um, even if you look at the names of the underwear of the different companies, you can see um, that there's names like, you know, uh, moon, moonlit stuff, like different things yeah. like that that are very occultish. Crescent moon. Yeah, things like that, that the company, that the company, that the person has put out. So you know that it probably it is uh, already a cursed or, or by a witch or, so, or Satanist out this behind stuff. it. Yeah. And this another thing brings me to the jewelry. We mm -hmm. wanted to talk about jewelry because uh, jewelry is also very very subtle. Uh, if you go on Amazon or eBay and you want to buy some jewelry, mm -hmm. whether it's for you or for your kids, you might find something like, oh wow, look at this beautiful cross, or look at this beautiful pendant, or whatever. And the shape and the form of it might not be bad at all. It might be something very innocent or, or very nice. But always look at the store selling the jewelry because you might have some very bad surprises. So, for example, you find a cross, you're like, oh, it's going to be a beautiful I can give cross. an example. Yeah, go ahead. So I was on Etsy, uh, which is a store that, you know, sells to the, the public online. And they oftentimes craft things that you can't find elsewhere. And uh, one of my daughters has like allergies. Um, and so she has very sensitive ears. So I'm always looking for a certain kind of metal, uh, a certain type of earring. So I was like, oh, cool. This, this pair of earrings is really cute. It's got like ladybugs on it. It's really nice. And then I noticed the name of the store, right? And a lot of people don't check because a lot of people, you can just click on the item and purchase without really looking where it comes from, yeah. right? But I was curious. I clicked on the name of the store because it kind of looks fishy to me. And they had a lot of occultic earrings, like tons of it. So, you know, the, probably it'd be a store that if it was like on your street, you would never, ever walk in there because it would look very like fishy and very witchcraft like. Um, so you have to really be careful where the source of these things are coming yeah. from, because oftentimes uh, they, they are cursed, unfortunately. These objects are cursed because of where they come from and who's behind it. Mm -hmm. That's the thing you need to know. So uh, as we reach the end of the broadcast, let's talk about like the kids per se. You're raising kids. You want to protect them, obviously. Uh, here's what I found and here's what we found in our experience. I, I think that you can, in all good taste, you know, instruct your children about these things. Uh, you don't have to go in detail. You don't have to tell them about all kinds of horrific things. But you can teach them that certain symbols uh, have a bad connotation and to steer clear of those, those things. And we've done that with our own kids. Yeah, and you know, a lot of, like, if you have teenagers, a lot of 
the teenagers aren't aware of these things. They just think that, you know, their favorite rock band is really cool and they're doing all these symbols with their hands and they're like, oh, you know, they're cool. They, I love this song and whatever, but they don't realize that they're constantly, you know, doing the, what is it? The beast head with their hands. The, yeah. The, the horned, uh, the, the which, signal, yeah, which is basically a satanic uh, hand. Uh, exactly. Signal. That they're part, probably part of a satanic cult. Um, there's different things like that, that I, if, if you have teenagers, honestly, I would really listen to their music. Like I would take their a device or MP3 when they're not looking and listen to the wording of what they're listening to, because a lot of these things have witchcraft. A lot of these things, um, you know, then we wonder like why our kids are depressed and why our kids, um, you know, have demonic dreams or this and that, like a lot of witchcraft is coming through the music. That was a very, very popular song a couple of years ago, Liz. That was a personal growth song that you really heard on the radio that you thought was really good. Yeah. And then we saw the Vivo video on YouTube yeah. of that artist. Yeah. And so we're watching the video. Liz wants me to hear it. She's like, that's really good, that song. So, so yes, the words were personal growth oriented. There, there was a, a, a strong message in the song, which was uh, mostly positive from what we gathered. But in the video, a completely different message was in the visuals. Yeah. He went on the top of a building and there, there was a, was it a pentagram? Yeah. They were singing a pentagram. He was yeah. singing in a pentagram on the top of a building. And when I saw that, I was like, Horri oh horrified. my gosh, like so I like, shut the TV and I never listened to that. Like when I hear it on the radio, I change it. <laughs> it see, and it's, it's stuff like that, that we like, we're, we're completely bombarded constantly. Yeah. And so, you know, that's, that's one of the things that I think that in the days that we're living, unfortunately, it's kind of hard to not talk to your kids about it because you, you have to, it's, it's like in, drugs. It's, it's like alcohol. <laughs> it's in their face now. It's in, it's in the, the cool, you know, kids that they watch on Instagram that they're following that are, you know, telling them things that are promoting that are, are leaning them towards witchcraft or towards uh, that socialistic thinking or, um, you know, are, are having that symbolism on their, uh, you know, th the way they paint their nails, the way they, they um, dress themselves, uh, the kind of shirts they wear. A lot of these things have occultic symbolism. And so when they, these kids unfortunately want to follow the trend, the fashion trend, oftentimes they're buying these items, not realizing that a lot of them are cursed because of the symbolism or, or or of where they came yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. And that can happen to adults as well. Mm -hmm. So obviously instruct your kids, use teachable moments when symbolism is spotted. So yeah. uh, I, I think we had talked to the kids I, about I think, that when we saw I the think, video. Yeah, uh, I think that John Ramirez, I will say like, um, depending on how open you are with your children and stuff. Cause I know like, yeah, that can be, that could be a little, uh, he can too, be a uh, little intense. Sometimes. It's more for adults. Than the no, I'm years. talking about, um, teenagers. Oh, I yeah, think that, okay. you know, for teenagers that, um, you know, let's say you have a teenager that's very stubborn. He's really into this, uh, rock music. You know, that it's music that's really very ungodly and you kind of want to wake him up kind of thing. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's a good educational tool to buy a book like Armed and Dangerous, especially if yeah. the kid is open to Christianity and stuff. Because, um, you know, I was reading it and, and even teaching my son about certain things. And 
And my son is young, like he's 11 years old going on 12, but he was really open to learning about this. And mm -hmm. because he had bad dreams and he, you know, had the witchcraft with the gaming and he felt stuff, you know, that he didn't like in the spirit that he just didn't want any part of that. So he wanted to learn how to get rid of that and stuff. So I think that that's a really good educational tool. If you're in that situation where you want to educate your teenager and you want him to understand, hey, this is real, like, you know, the, the way you're feeling or, you know, you feel depressed all the time or, yeah, you know, you're not motivated for anything. You know, like we have so many kids today that are sluggish, that are not motivated to do anything with their lives. And we're like, what is wrong with this kid? Yeah. Like, why does he have no ambition? Well, sometimes they're under a witchcraft spell to keep them apathetic, especially boys. Yeah, the, the witches especially like to do boys. that, especially to boys, because they don't want boys to become uh, you know, good, godly Christian men Leaders that are motivated to do families something with and, this world. Yeah, exactly. exactly. There, there's a big attack on our boys. That's uh, a whole other big. podcast that we might do sometime. Uh, but there's a whole other. There's a. That's a whole big, uh, very big issue. Yeah. Uh, so we, like we said, uh, we use teachable moments when symbolism is spotted. Uh, so when we, uh, when you said, oh, I want to show you that video," and we saw the pentagram on top of the building. Well, we were like, you know what? Uh, okay, busted. You know, we, 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 we caught it, obviously. But we also taught our kids, see, this song is on the radio. It's been going on and on and on, and everybody loves it. And look at what this guy is actually doing in the video. He's an open uh, open Satanist. Mm -hmm. I mean, just being, basically just saying it. And the you would have never have guessed from his look or from his type of music that that's what he did uh, in the in the back, yeah. back and, scenes. And so now the kids, now that you educate them and you show them as a teaching, they're recognized as a teaching moment. And you know you can go online online, like I told you on Google Images, and just print out a few things that you've seen, you know, on maybe on their T-shirts or whatever. Yeah. And say, you know, look, this is what this means. This yeah. is what this means. You know. This is what this means. This is what this means. So stay away from that. And you know what? Our kids are amazing because sometimes they watch TV or they watch YouTube. They're, oh, mom, mom, uh, change this channel or change this cartoon. Look, we just spotted this in it. They actually recognize it themselves now. Yeah. They see it and we're like, oh, my goodness, Tom and Jerry, really? <laughs> <laughs> like like sometimes you're shocked because you're like, wow, the Tom and Jerry back in my day didn't have that much bad stuff. Now, like I saw a, a clip, I blew my mind. It was there was. They were basically worshiping the devil who in the in the, the the cartoon was in charge of Hollywood. Imagine that. But we won't go into that. But the point is your kids will become trained to recognizing stuff and they themselves will not want any part of it if you raise them well and you teach them and bring them up in the admonition of the Lord. So uh, help them to recognize the propaganda by making it fun. In our family, it's kind of become a... Uh, kind of a fun thing because we like unmasking them. We like saying, ha ha, then fool us. We saw it. Oh, we saw that. Did you see that? Did you see that, Jason? Huh? Did you see that, Liz? So we, we kind of point it out and, and, and we like, basically we know it now when they try to shove it in our face. Yeah. So also monitor and guard. We cannot overemphasize the importance of this. So uh, do a spiritual house cleaning maybe once a year. Or maybe once every two years. What's a spiritual house cleaning? Well, quickly, I. Well, uh, we do it twice a year. Whatever, yeah, twice but a year. but the point is, you just go from room to room, glance around. Did I bring in something in the last year in this room? A decoration, jewelry, a book, 
that shouldn't yeah. be here. You can ask the Is Holy Spirit. You can ask the Holy Spirit to guide you as well. Like exactly. there's times where I've asked Him, you know, to show me if anything, um, you know, was in my house that shouldn't be in my house. Is there anything and here that offends you? Yeah. And sometimes I'll dream it. Like I'll oh, I'll yeah. dream the thing that I should get rid of that yeah. I had no clue was cursed or that was given to me by somebody and. You know, I shouldn't be in my house and I had no clue. And then I do research about yeah. it and I go, okay, we're getting rid of this. Yeah. So, yeah, the Holy Spirit will uh, definitely will reveal guide it to you. you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So spiritual health cleaning is super important to do because we buy stuff, right? We're consumers. We're in a consumer society. We bring in stuff in our house. Sometimes we're given stuff, like she was explaining earlier, that the, the, the ant will give stuff. And, stuff. and you just like toss it aside, don't think twice about it. But six months later, you do a spiritual house. And you know, look at that. Oh, I didn't notice that in the back of this um, uh, DVD. Well, we're getting yeah. rid of that. And um, especially with gamings, uh, with games, um, you know, there's a lot of games that uh, parents will allow their kids. They don't really check. Uh, the ratings they don't really check what's in these games what they're doing in these games and a lot of times these are uh games that either are are cursed by witches have witchcraft or yeah. it's the nature of the video that's uh, violent that is uh provoking demons that it's like basically um kind of unlocking them if you want yeah and it's Opening like it's like a portal doorways yeah it opens doorways exactly so you really have to be careful of that yeah. um and there's some games that are so obvious like it's I've had I've actually been a group in a group uh, with other believers um, that said, oh, no, there's nothing wrong with so and so game and so and so game. And I'd ask some questions to kind of test where where they were at on this on this level. And a lot of them are quite violent um, or have, you know, killings and stuff. And and people are thinking, oh, it's it's OK. It's just a game. It, it's virtual. It's just a game. But it's not just a game. Like if the the act is an act of violence, oftentimes it can it, it can, can induce trauma, induce, yeah. even if it's a small trauma. Traumas op create openings in your psyche, which open basically uh, give opportunities and, to demons and devils to and to just try the to side come of in. blood constantly. The side of blood yeah. constantly. It's it's yeah. really bad. Uh, so obviously. Uh, watch <laughs> the music, the music, the TV, the movies that you let in your house. Monitor this very carefully. Pray with your children openly. Mm -hmm. Pray with your, do some, like if you do spiritual warfare, it's okay to engage with your kids in this. You know, uh, at night we always uh, pray a prayer of protection over our children. Uh, there's ways to do this that, that won't be a freakish to them. <laughs> you don't want to go overboard with a six-year-old. But the point is, uh, there's ways to do that so that they see that not only God loves and protects them, but that they know that, yeah, there is also an enemy who who um, doesn't want their, their good and that they need to be aware that that enemy does exist, but that he's a, he's a vanquished foe. So you need to put that all in context. Yeah, and you have, you have to remember that God gave you the authority over your children. Amen. Um, and, you know, over... Um, even if they're children that are living under your household and you're taking care of them, you they're have under your headship. Exactly. You have authority over them because they're under your headship. So uh, a prayer that I like to pray just to make sure um, is, you know, you can break off witchcraft. So if you have a, um, a sense in your spirit, the Holy Spirit's telling you that there's something not right. You're seeing, you know, maybe your teenager, your uh, kid is acting kind of very rebellious or there's different things that you don't like you can break off witchcraft so all you have to do is uh pray in the name uh you you pray in, in the name of jesus and you ask 
for um, you say basically I cut off uh, all witchcraft at the root and uh, I send it back seven times fold um, and I plead the blood of Jesus over my son or my nephew or, or whoever my it is, or my daughter. Yeah. Um, and um, I cleanse them and you can even, you know, if you want to, you can even uh, cast out any evil entities that may have come in through any portals. Um, you can um, plead the blood of Jesus on them. You cast them out and you send them. I like to send them to the feet of Jesus for judgment or um, you can send them to hell, whatever you prefer in the name of Jesus. And this works and you're going to really see a big, big difference, a big shift uh, with your children. Amen. So it's it's good to do that on a regular basis because like I said, you know, we we're trying to tell you all these things, but oftentimes, you know, even the most, um, you know, keen person that's really good at, you know, figuring all this out and being aware will not know that there could be another way that something happened. Sometimes you don't even know because your kids are at school. Things happen with their friends. Things happen with their teachers. You can even have teachers that are in the old call. Like you don't know. Right. So. Yeah. That's the thing, right? There's so many, I've heard so many testimonies of, of uh, people saying, well, I played with a Ouija board. I was uh, uh, having a pajama party with some friends at some friend's yeah. house. My parents never knew about it. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, the, I mean, it, that's, that's the way these things happen. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about, so keeping a balance also, for example, uh, if you go all out uh, blocking everything in your house and saying uh, no more TV, no more computer, no more Wi-Fi, no more, like, let's say you, you go crazy and you say, I'm, I'm going to block everything. I'm going to super protect my kids, you know, forbidding everything leads to rebellion. Now, the other extreme, permitting everything, guess what? It leads to rebellion as well. So you have to keep a balance between um, shielding your kids, protecting them, but guiding them and teaching them as well. To make their own decisions. You want, them, you want yeah. to make sure that you teach them the truth, number one, but you also want to teach them to think for themselves. And mm -hmm. that's something that they, they're going to need their whole lives, the ability to think for themselves, to assess what you've taught them. But don't, Because don't forget what the, the proverb says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he's older, he will not depart from it. He might depart from it for a while. Sometimes in the teenage years, that's when it happens. The kid, kid like veers away, he goes to university, whatever. He starts doing his own thing. But if you really were dutiful in training them the right way with the right principles and the right knowledge, because it's one thing to tell your kid that's forbidden, and it's quite another thing to tell your kid that's forbidden and here's why. And to show them these things that so that they may understand the reason behind the, the forbidding of, of certain types of musics or cartoons or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that the child understands, okay, uh, I didn't know that uh, such and such a cartoon could actually open portals where actually there, there could be some demonic influences coming into my life. So when your child understands this, he doesn't see it as, um, uh, how can I put this, um, something that that, that um, prevents him from enjoying himself or something, you know? Yeah. So that that's the thing. So uh, you want a balance between forbidding everything and allowing everything. You want that balance where you're going to teach your child about these things. So I, I told you guys I would uh, go through a list of a few recommended things to really learn more about these things these occult uh symbolisms uh, the way uh, 
all these things operate. So uh, we've shown you the book. Uh, you've seen the book about the, the, the Masonic uh, Symbols Illustrated. Uh, yeah, Masonic and Occult Symbols Illustrated by Dr. Kathy Burns. That's the number one reference we, we, we uh, propose here. Uh, another thing that you can look up on YouTube, I looked it up before we did the broadcast. It's a video by Stephen Dolans, who was an ex-Satanist. He's an ex-Satanist, and he did a video called The Occult in Your Living Room. And this is a very, very good video, very instructive, because he basically goes through all the kind of stuff that you can buy, trinkets or, 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 or decorations or, or, or nice figurines or whatever, that you might bring unawares in your home that are actually cursed objects. So he's going to teach you in mm -hmm. that video to recognize these things and to get rid of them and how to get rid of them. Yeah, and one of the popular ones are dream catchers. Dream catchers, Dream yes. catchers, you have them in people's cars, you have them all over the place and people think it's a good thing. They're presented as a good thing, but oftentimes they're cursed objects and then people don't know why. They're you know, shamanic. They're they, shamanic. Uh, uh, they're shamanic in nature. In other words, witch doctors from uh, Indian tribes used to, used to use those. Now, of course, the ones you buy in the trinket store might not be cursed, but it might again be cursed. So you got to be very, very careful with, with these because you don't know where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. So the, they're very These are yeah. things that you don't want to have in your house. Yeah. And witches use uh, a lot of depression to, to, um, to crumb to crumble people's minds to, to take over spirit. people's minds to yeah. crush their spirits and because it's very effective a lot of people have a really hard time to get out of it they'll be taking meds and you know they're just like struggling through life and that's how uh witches you know do their thing another so. thing is is pyramids if you have pyramids the new agey pyramids in your home you want to get rid of that. crystals in you, depending where they come from. But of course, if you find a crystal in a, in a query, that's one thing. But if you bought a crystal in a, in a store, you don't want that in your house. Yeah, it, it, oftentimes these shops look very, um, you know, peaceful. It's yoga type. It's very, um, you natural know, stores natural are bad. Stores. Natural stores are very, very bad yeah. for these things. Cause you get in the natural store, yeah. you've got your, uh, your veggies, all kinds of vitamins and stuff. And then on the other side, you get the book section with the, the, the incense and the crystals and the pyramids and all this stuff. Yeah. And so it's, you don't want to buy that stuff. It's promoted to relax you, but oftentimes these things are cursed. They're cursed objects, these crystals. So yeah. you have to be very, very careful. Um, you know, if you want to relax, uh, you want to put yourself in a peaceful state. You can listen to um, Christian, um, you know, biblical promises. There's some online yeah. on YouTube. We have I like on our on our channel. We have biblical declarations, and we're going to do some some more of those on YouTube on the Thriving on Purpose channel. Um, but you can also look, you know, Bible promises. Like there's some like with piano. Or, or other th soothing, like, uh, you know, beach waves and things yeah. like that, uh, ocean waves, sorry. So it's it can relax you while you're, you know, in the bath or whatever, and uh, at least you stay away from the witchcraft. And, of course, uh, any obelisks, any obelisks, uh, and obelisks are uh, basically they, they look like a, uh, a tower. No, no. Uh, we don't, well, obviously, we don't it's have like one a, here, but they finish, they like finish uh, in a point. Yeah. Well, you know, the Washington Monument is the best example. So the Washington Monument, right in, in, in Washington, they have a giant occultic symbol that people revere as a wonderful thing. 
but it is not a, a wonderful thing. It is a phallic symbol that comes from ancient Egypt and it ha attracts all kinds of negative uh, occultic energies and demons and uh, witchcraft and spirits. So it's mm -hmm. nothing good about that. You don't want to have a replica of the Washington Monument in your own home. So get rid of that. Uh, masks, African masks, uh, Grecian masks or, or any masks from Venetian, other country. Venetian masks. Venetian like masks. That you, it could be decorated. The, that these you can be, wall. you don't know where they're coming from. As, and if you do know that they're coming from Africa or from countries where they practice, um, which where they have witch doctors or whatever, you want to get rid of those. You mm -hmm. want to get rid of those. And even if it comes from a local gift shop, you don't want that in your home. Okay. So masks on walls, not a good thing. Mm -hmm. So we could go down the list, but that's not what it was about. It was about your children. So I recommended also earlier the Todd tapes. If you want to uh, really get an earful of the testimony of John Todd, who was an ex-Illuminati high-ranking witch who made it to high spheres of um, Sony Music. Very good stuff. He's going he's gonna to blow your mind with a lot of information about Hollywood, about the music industry. Mm -hmm. Very good stuff. Children of the New Age. Children of the New Age is a book by Pat Holliday, uh, the late Pat Holliday, who was a, uh, deliverance. a deliverance minister from Florida. She was amazing. She was a great woman of God. Mm -hmm. So she wrote a book called Children of the New Age, in which she goes through all the things we talked about tonight, comic books, video games, uh, movies, um, cartoons, Disney, etc., etc., etc. So that book really dives in deep to what the children are under today and how to recognize uh, that stuff and how to avoid it. Yeah. I think we've covered everything. Yeah, and I know this can be, you know, very overwhelming for maybe some parents that are like, wow, you know, like, what are my kids going to do? Like, they're going to freak out or, um, you know, this is such a huge change or whatever. Like, you can, you know, um, educate them slowly and remove things slowly, one step at a time um, and replace it, you know, like with my son, like we try to replace, you know, things with more um like sports table games and yeah. hockey games and foosball we've, and, we've been having a blast with our foosball game lately yeah we try to kids. like you know find like uh games that are um for example what is that that um, that, 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 that help the dexterity yeah uh, the, the visual and hand coordination yeah and it's and a good I, time to connect with your family as well right because yeah. you you connect differently when you're playing uh, you know, those kind of board games or like the foosball we're talking about. There's the other one that um, Pishnut was cracking. Cracking no, cracking no. Yeah, there's different things that you, you can, you know, kind of change the routine, change the habits. Yeah. Um, at first, the game might, of life. <laughs> yeah. At first, they might kind of think it sucks, but, at, you know, they're going to appreciate this family connection as well. So they're going to get used to, to you know, they're going to get used to a new reality instead of playing a lot of gaming. They're going to want to connect with you more. And uh, we've, we've seen really positive, you know, oh, yeah. that the kids are really, really enjoying it. They and, love it. And it, it really connects us differently as a family. And so. just playing sports outside too. Play Frisbee, play badminton, play. Uh, we have a little net to play. Yeah, and even outside. the movies you choose, you know, choose like adventure type movies, uh, things that are more like in the wild or in nature. Or Survival stuff. I, li I like the true story based stuff like, uh, oh, my plane crashed. Now I'm stuck in the woods. There's a bear <laughs> after me. That's the kind of stuff we, we, we kind of try to rent. You know, now. there's no witchcraft in that at no, least. No, well, you know, when a huge freaking bear is after you, that's entertainment enough. So, yeah. So, so ask the Holy Spirit to really guide you. You know, the, the Holy Spirit has really been 
um, guiding me for many, many years. Um, I've asked him, you know, for that um, discerning uh, of spirits. And, and I've always, you know, been really, really sensitive to that. So even if I started a movie and I watched the first 10 minutes and I just, I can feel in the spirit that something's off and that yeah. it's, it's just not a good, like, it's not a good movie. And oftentimes I'll find out later that, you know, there was this or there was that in it. So the Holy spirit will guide you to, into what you should watch and what you shouldn't. To be honest, I think if we really, really knew what goes on and when they make these movies and all that, and what the actors are into, I don't think any of us would watch Hollywood anymore. Like not at all. That's my sincere opinion. Yeah. A lot of them are bad. So um, what else is there that they can watch if they're Christians? I know there's pure flakes that, that exists. Um, and you know, Amazon prime, well, you I, have to I be like selective. Docu just documentaries also can be good. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, and that channel you found uh, on YouTube, what was it? Life, uh, life stories. Life stories. Um, there's also, <clears throat> that was good. Yeah. There's also, um, you know, I, I find personally, like if I, my, my son's uh, approaching teenage years, I've tried to uh, involve him a lot in personal growth. Yeah. So listening to different personal we, we actually, teachers. We actually offer our kids to pay them for the books they read. So if, if for example, if you, you have a John Maxwell book and your child is old enough, let's say 13, 14, 15, say, look, here's the value of the book. It's worth $15. If you read this book through and you write a report proving that you read it, I'll give you $15, the value of the book. And mm -hmm. the, the usually, usually, uh, teenagers are very excited about that. Now, uh, my son, we're having a hard time reeling him in with that because he's, he's still young and he doesn't like quite see the value yet, but he has read uh, a armed couple and of- dangerous. He's he's Armed and Dangerous with his mom and, and he's interested in reading more. So we're we're happy about that. Anyway, that's, those are our tips to shield your kids from the occult yeah. of today's world. So we're just going to end with prayer. Absolutely. So we're going to pray for you guys and pray for your children. Um, Father God, I pray that you would uh, just, um, Holy Spirit, give uh, the, the parents that are listening to this uh, broadcast um, the discernment that they need, Lord, to be sensitive to the spirit world, to be sensitive to um, discerning, you know, what is of you and what is not of you. And um, I, I pray, Father God, that you would guide them when they, it's time to clean their homes and mm -hmm. cleanse their homes of of things that may not be um, of you that may be ungodly or that may have been um, have a curse or, or witchcraft that you would just um, speak to their hearts that you would show them that you show them in dreams that you'd show them and that they'd know to get rid of the things that can harm their children or harm themselves spiritually um, I just pray that you give them that discernment and uh, we break off all witchcraft that may be in their homes, all witchcraft that may be on their children, um, you know, through gaming or through other uh, entry points. We break it off. We cut it at the root and we send it back seven times fold. And we plead the blood of Jesus. We ask you to pour the blood of Jesus on these children, on their families, to protect them from, from evil, Father God, and cleanse their homes, Lord. We pray for holy fire to cleanse their homes of any evil entities that are uh, trying to um, hinder their children, trying to hinder them. Um, for We know that the, the enemy tries so many tactics. So we pray, Father God, that you would just cleanse their homes and uh, give them the guidance that they need to to walk uh, in a, a godly way, Father God. And uh, 
We ask that you bless them abundantly in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. And the last thing I want to say is, you know, when you do these changes, I know sometimes, you know, it can, um, especially if it's uh, you're doing it, you know, you're just listening to this broadcast and maybe you're a teenager that has been doing certain things for a long time and, you know, it's a lot of uh, changes and they, they give you a hard time. I just want to encourage you. Um, that there are a lot of blessings. I've gone through oh, it yeah. with my son and I've seen spiritual blessings. I've seen uh, the Lord bless us in many, many ways because of um, us wanting to walk in truth and yeah. wanting to get get rid of these things. You know, um, it, you know when the Lord says closer. to separate us from the world, he's not kidding. Like yeah. we really have to separate ourselves from the world and it, and it starts in our home before it starts anywhere else. Amen. And it made us closer as a family as well. Yeah. Uh, like she mentioned, all the, the, the new games that we've learned to, to play and appreciate. Um, so, guys, you saw this was a super important broadcast. There's a ton of information in this broadcast. You know uh, that you've been blessed by this broadcast. So make sure you share it uh, with your friends and family on social media. Uh, so share this broadcast to inform other people because they need to know this. We all need to know this as parents. So uh, this is information, very, very useful information for anybody who listens to it. On that... Yep. And uh, if you didn't check out our uh, Thriving on Purpose YouTube channel, uh, be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell. We do our videos on there on a reg uh, every week on Wednesdays. And uh, you can also listen to us on uh, different podcast platforms that you have access to. Absolutely. So Be blessed. And thrive on.